Hi there, this is Janine, and you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. On today's show, I'm speaking with Darren Ingalls. He's the author of The Lyme Solution, a five-part plan to fight the inflammatory autoimmune response and beat Lyme disease. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Dr. Darren Ingalls. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful. I have to tell you a little backstory. I'm from Connecticut. I grew up in, uh, well, first in Manhattan and was raised in Stanford. And so I was always very fearful of getting Lyme disease. And I know a couple of friends that have it. Well, you know, Lyme is named after Lyme, Connecticut. So uh, we are the hotbed of Lyme disease. I know. And what really struck me about your book, there's a whole other approach besides throwing antibiotics at this. Absolutely. You know, I, I said I had Lyme disease myself. I contracted Lyme disease back in 2002, and I did the standard antibiotic treatments, and after four days of antibiotics, I felt great. But I, was, uh, I got infected three weeks before I opened my own practice, so when I opened, I was the doctor, the receptionist, the bookkeeper, you know, everything. <laughs> so I worked, you know, 10, 12-hour, 14-hour days some days, and after about eight months, I started relapsing. So I went back on antibiotics, and it didn't do anything, and I changed antibiotics, and it didn't help. And I went through eight or nine months of, you know, constantly changing antibiotic protocols and actually got worse and worse. So I was fortunate that I had a couple of patients that had seen a doctor in New York City who's a Chinese medical doctor and acupuncturist, and he started treating me with a series of Chinese herbal formulas that he had developed. And uh, after a few weeks of being on those herbs, I was about 85% better. I had really improved. Amazing. And there I also looked at, you know, taking better care of myself. So I was getting better sleep and, uh, you know, eating better and really doing all the things I know as a naturopathic doctor that you need to do to get your body to function well. So, you know, it took me about three years to uh, get my life back, but uh, I eventually got to the point where I was able, you know, to function well again. You know, I know several people that are not at that point at all, and they're doing the antibiotics or they've actually had complications from Lyme disease. For people that don't know, how do people uh, contract Lyme disease? So Lyme disease is a bacterial infection that you contract through typically a tick bite. And the ticks that transmit Lyme are called deer ticks. So the parts of the country like New England, the central part of the Midwest where there's a lot of these deer ticks, you know, we're the areas that are more endemic for it. But in reality, we find Lyme disease, you know, all throughout the country. You know, I actually have a practice in Irvine, California, as well as Fairfield, Connecticut, and I'm amazed the number of people in Southern California I find with Lyme disease. But California, when you look at a map, you know, on the, by the CDC, it doesn't really show that much Lyme relative to the rest of the country. But certainly we've got deer and other furry little creatures that can transmit Lyme. And uh, I, I'd argue I see as many Lyme patients in California as I do Connecticut. I had no so idea. It, it's really become epidemic around the country, and you don't necessarily have to live in a Lyme endemic area to get Lyme. I had no idea. I mean, I, I thought, okay, I live in Irvine. You know, I don't hear about this. I, I, I guess I assume maybe if you're in the woods somewhere in your remote area, you could get it. But in Irvine, I had no idea. <laughs> well, you know, I think, you know, you have to think about where people go and what they do. And, you know, being, again, in Southern California, I mean, I grew up in Rancho Cucamonga, which is not far from Irvine. Mm-hmm. You know, I was at the base of the mountains. And you know, we used to go hiking up in the mountains all the time as a child. And a lot of people in Southern California do head up to the mountains because they're fairly close to go hiking and camping. And 
Uh, again, we probably see a bit more of it up in the Bay Area and Northern California. Mm-hmm. But, uh, again, we certainly have areas in Southern California where you can be exposed. So, you know, it's always hard to know when and where people get their exposure. Yes. Uh, but, again, I've, I've had several patients, you know, born and raised in Southern California that uh, have Lyme disease. So, quick question before we get into your book. Is there a way to prevent this if you're out and you're hiking around? Well, I think if you're going to be intentionally going out into the woods, the forest, you know, the best way is to really wear long clothing. You know, the tick has to make contact with your skin to bite you. So any protective barrier you can put up is going to help. So that means shoes, socks, long sleeve or long pants, long sleeve shirts. And if you're going to be in an area with overlying, you know, uh, limbs, probably wearing a hat mm-hmm. uh, can really help. And there's some great uh, natural essential oil products that have been shown to help repel ticks. I'm not a big fan of using DEET, which is a common tick repellent because it's potentially toxic. Right. Uh, and you never, ever want to spray DEET directly on your skin, which I've seen people do before. Uh, but, again, the essential oil products uh, work pretty well. I think between that and having a protective barrier. And then when you come out of the woods and you're done with your hike, uh, it's a good idea to do a tick check. Head to toe, strip down, and just you know, have someone else help you look at the places that you can't see on yourself and look for ticks. You know, these ticks tend to be very, very tiny, and unless they've already bitten you and engorged, they can be hard to see. Uh, I always recommend that people uh, who are avid campers and hikers to go online and be familiar with the different types of ticks and know what they look like. So if you do see one, you you know what to do with it. But uh, a tick check in conjunction with, you know, wearing protective clothing and essential oils is your best chance of preventing getting Lyme. I have to say, when I was little, I went fishing, and there were, like, these tall... Uh, bushes and I didn't think anything and I came home and I went to get in the shower took my shirt off it was under like above my armpit buried in my arm and I panic and just got the thing out but um, you have to be very you know cautious in different situations and definitely check yourself well you know ticks like the dark moist areas of the body so it likes the back of your knee it likes your armpit it likes your hairline I mean, when I got bit, I got bit underneath my uh, left butt cheek, and I couldn't see it. I was actually on my way to the hospital. I thought I I had meningitis when I was in college. I thought I had meningitis again, Mm -hmm. and I was was on my way. Someone noticed that I had a big bullseye rash on the back of my leg, which is one of the telltale signs of Lyme disease. Yes. I said, okay, well, we can skip the hospital. I know what it is now. Uh, But, again, it tends to go to these areas that are really hard to see, so... If you've got someone helping you or if you're doing it for your own child, mm-hmm. you know, you really kind of have to go head to toe, look through the hair, look in those areas where, you know, you typically don't want to look, but uh, those are the areas where ticks tend to go. Absolutely. So let's dive into your book. Uh, you talk about, you know, having great gut health and, you know, keeping your immune system strong. Are you talking about probiotics? Well, the first part of my plan is really about yeah, maintaining good gut health and ensuring that your digestion, your absorption, and everything in your gut is functioning well. We know that about 80% of your immune function comes from the gut. So if the gut doesn't function well, then inherently your immune system suffers. So I talk a lot about various nutrients and probiotics that really help support gut health. And certainly for anyone who's already been on long-term antibiotics, we know that the antibiotics are going to create some collateral damage with your normal gut flora. So probiotics can be a way to help repopulate your gut with the friendly bacteria and help get rid of any pathogenic bacteria. But I also talk a lot about other amino acids and nutrients that can help support the gut. Now, considering that you, now you, do you tell people you had Lyme disease? Because I've never heard of anyone saying 
I'm over it, I'm done, or does it go into remission? Well, it can go into remission. I mean, I've had people who are symptom-free, you know, whether you cure Lyme disease, you know, we all are hesitant to use the C word, Mm -hmm. but, I mean, I've had patients who've gone years of being symptom-free, and in many cases, you know, I've I've not seen them back. They're they're fine. I've had other patients that were symptom-free for a period of time of months to years, and then some stressful event happens in their life, and they start to relapse again. So the question, again, about whether we completely eradicate Lyme disease, you know, we don't really know. It's actually a very hard organism to measure directly in your body. My personal opinion is that I don't think we ever completely get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went through a period of many, many years of being symptom-free, and like most of my patients, I went through a very stressful life event, and I started to relapse, and then it took, again, a while to kind of get that at bay. And I'm at a point now where I'm a, I mean, I, I only get symptoms if I really stress my body, don't sleep well, and because I spend my time going back and forth between Connecticut and California, mm-hmm. you know, between the time change and the flight, right. uh, that tends to be a little bit stressful. So, you know, if I'm not really taking care of myself, I can start to feel it. I, I don't know if you know this, the name of my show is Get the Funk Out. And yes. I'm, I share this with you because I'm always amazed how people go through these debilitating moments in their life, whether it's personal, professional, obviously health is a huge one, and how you stay positive. Well, I think with any kind of chronic illness, it's very uh, challenging. And in fact, it's the, kind of the fifth part of my uh, plan that I talk about is really maintaining good mental health. You know, it's very easy to become socially isolated. Uh, you know, people get tired of hearing about your illness, you know, your family, your spouse, your loved ones. Yeah. Um, and I get it. But it's also important that you have a good support network, and whether it's a support group you're engaged with or you have a therapist you work with, I think it's really important that you have some element in your life that's supporting you in that way and that you're really taking care of, you know, good mental health. Yes. And that also means in, you know, doing activities that bring joy to your life, and whether it's art or painting or playing music, you know, I think it's just whatever really kind of... Uh, floats your boat there, but I, again, I see so many people when they're chronically ill, all the things they used to love to do, they stop doing, and sometimes there's a physical limitation in that, but uh, I think it's something that, you know, you can work toward uh, finding a new love, a new passion, and that's all a very important part of, you know, healing your, your mental health. You know, it's no mystery that your brain and your body are connected, so when the brain suffers and you mentally suffer, your body physically suffers. So it's so easy to hyper-focus really on the physical elements of Lyme. We really kind of ignore the psycho-emotional aspect of Lyme disease, and I think they're equally important. So how did you come up with this diet for, you know, those suffering from Lyme disease? How did you figure out for your own needs what would work? Well, like anything, you know, you just try it. I, I tried everything on myself. I've tried, you know, the paleo diet. I've tried ketogenic diet. I've tried zone diet. I've tried, you know, there's a thousand diets out there. Right. And uh, I started doing a little bit of digging. And, uh, you know, I've read about an alkaline diet for many, many years. There's several books that have been published on it. But it just biologically made a lot of sense to me. And I think, actually, it's probably closest to what our paleo fathers actually did eat. <clears throat> a lot of people, when they follow a paleo diet, really tend to be very heavy in animal protein. And what we know physiologically is that the breakdown product of animal protein actually tends to form a lot of acid. You know, the whole purpose of an alkaline diet is to really keep your cells functioning at its best. 
And with the exception of your stomach, your bladder, and for women, the vaginal area that's very acidic to protect against outside invaders, the rest of your cells are actually very alkaline. So it's really about eating foods that help keep your body in that alkaline state, keep your cells in an alkaline state, so that the cells really function at their optimum level. No, that makes a lot of sense. I know even uh, people with cancer that, you know, switch up to an alkaline diet. Yeah, it was interesting when I wrote the book and I was doing a lot of research. Uh, it was surprising to me actually how little research is out there on an alkaline diet for as many books that have been written about it. But it's just one of these things where, you know, there's really no money in it. Uh, I can imagine a lot of people aren't going to be interested in investing, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars into something that they can't patent or, you know, get a return on the back end. But at least a handful of studies that have been done, they've all been very positive. And again, I think if you just understand basic human physiology, it makes a lot of sense to eat this way just because that's really what optimizes your gut function and keeps your cells really in their alkaline state. So I know we only have a few more minutes, Dr. Ingalls, but what would you like listeners to know about this book? Well, I want them to know that this is, you know, this is my message of hope for people that have been dealing with Lyme disease. And for people who have a suspicion of Lyme, again, particularly if you live in areas that uh, aren't endemic, you know, find someone who's willing to get you tested, willing to treat you, willing to work with you. My uh, most frustrating aspect of practicing is when I see people that have had these symptoms for years and their doctor just flat out ignored them. So for people who are in that camp, you know, work with a, a Lyme practitioner who really understands it, can find a lab that's going to give you the best opportunity getting diagnosed, and then, you know, grab the book, start on the plan, and then I would work to find a practitioner who's willing to work with you on some of the aspects that you do need a, a medical supervision for. And I do want to mention that your practice also focuses on chronic immune disorders, you know, obviously Lyme disease, autism, allergies, asthma. I love that you treat this, you know, uh, in a different way that's traditional. Instead of using, you know, drugs, you're thinking outside of that. Well, I think, you know, again, drugs have their place. I am certainly not against them, and I do use them when appropriate. But I think, you know, we have to look at, you know, what really is the root cause of illness, and are we doing therapies that are really giving us a long-term, hopefully, cure I'm not as interested in just putting a Band-Aid on something. I'd rather really get to the root cause and so that people, you know, can really live a Lyme-free life. You know, I say the same thing to my kids. Let's be a detective. Let's uncover the root cause when you don't feel well. So, All right, so where can people find out more about you? Uh, so just go to my website, DarrenIngallsND.com. That's D-A-R-I-N-I-N-G-E-L-S-N-D.com. I've got a lot of great information about the book and certainly about Lyme disease. So we'd love for people to uh, sign up and follow us. And uh, we've got constant updates on new information. Fantastic. And I'll be passing this along to some of my friends who are actually suffering with Lyme disease. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Great. Thanks, Jenny. If you missed any part of this, it will be up on the show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. And if you want to follow the show, I am on Twitter at moms underscore rock.